everybody. Welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on KWSN and KFGO. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We're going to talk a little hunting on this segment. Uh, we are going to chat with Barb Keller. She is a Minnesota DNR big game program leader. You know, we're only a week away from uh, firearm season for whitetails in Minnesota. Uh, it should be a there should be a state holiday, but it's not. Uh, maybe we can work on that someday. But uh, Barb, one of the things that we really wanted to get you on to talk about is CWD. Uh, you know that's been around for quite a while, and it seems like it's changing a little bit throughout the state. You know, it kind of comes and goes a little bit, and you guys are really trying to get a handle on it. What what is the DNR doing this year to try and get? a little ac- more accurate count, a little more handle on CWD in Minnesota. Yeah, so uh, we're actually doing sampling for chronic wasting disease targeted in about eight different areas of the state. And in some of these areas, or actually in most of these areas wh- that are CWD surveillance management or control zones, we do have mandatory CWD sampling on the opening weekend of firearm season. So that's November 5th and 6th this year. So um, hunters should check out uh, the regulations either online or pick up a regs book and make sure the area where they're hunting is not included in this mandatory surveillance because if so, they need to be sure they're making a plan and they know where they need to go to get their deer sampled. In addition to that focused sampling that we're doing in these um, areas that we've identified as higher risk for CWD, Um, or where we've detected it already, we also have opportunities statewide this year for hunters that want to get their deer tested uh, to do so. Um, And those include a a mail-in kit that hunters request. Uh, They just need to go online. If you just Google MDNR CWD sampling, you should get to where you need to be to request a kit. And then in addition to that, um, we are partnering with uh, taxidermists and meat processors to collect samples for us as well. So you can, again, go online and see if there's a taxidermist or meat processor nearby where you hunt to get your deer sampled. I will note, though, if you do want to use one of those mail-in kits, there are limited supplies. So make sure you, you get that done ASAP before we run out. Um, we're down to less than a thousand kits being available out of 5,000 originally being available. So, uh, make sure you do that quick. You know, I think it's important, Barb, to, to make sure that our listeners understand this isn't being done as a punishment. This isn't being done as a restriction. It's really being done to be able to benefit the future herd in the state, right? Uh, I know it's maybe a little bit inconvenient, but most of the hunters that I know are more than happy to comply as long as they know what and where they need to to, to do the things to, to help make this work. So um, I think that insight is is important. Um, once again, can you just uh, repeat where the individual hunter can find whether their zone is in one of these mandatory areas? Yes, online. We have our regs book that is available in a PDF online, but also on our webpage. If you just Google MDNR, CWD sampling, you'll get to the right pages to see um, if the deer permit area where you hunt in is included in that mandatory sampling. Also, if you just pick up one of our regs books at, you know, the local gas station or vendor or sporting goods store, that information is also available in our regs book in our, in our paper copy. 
So, Barb, uh, CWD has been in Minnesota for a number of years. Um, I don't know exactly how many. Maybe you do. Um, Mm -hmm. What percentage of deer in Minnesota, uh, approximately, do you think are affected with CWD? And I'm sure that's the reason why you're doing all this testing. You're trying to get all that information to see how prevalent it is. But um, how prevalent is it in Minnesota, and how long has it been around? Yeah, so we first detected um, our first positive white-tailed deer in our wild population in 2010, and this was in the Pine Island area of southeastern Minnesota. Uh, that was just kind of a one-and-done situation. We only detected one positive deer. It was near a captive um, service facility that had also tested positive. So from then on, um, we had kind of a, a number of years where we were doing testing, and we hadn't detected it yet again until 2016. And that's where we, when we detected it in Fillmore County, which is also in southeastern Minnesota. And since then, we've, we've regularly found positive deer in that area of the state. Um, currently, we're up to 168 positive deer having been detected in Minnesota. And the majority ha- of those have been in southeast Minnesota. However, we have, unfortunately, in recent years, seen uh, more locations end up with positive um, deer. So uh, we've also detected it in Crow Wing County, um, in the south metro of the Twin Cities, uh, in the town of Grand Rapids, and then uh, near Climax, uh, which is a little bit closer to you over there in western Minnesota. Uh, The good news is that, unfortunately, you know, we've had these new areas of detection where we've had it the longest in southeastern Minnesota, prevalence rates remain low. So we're still at about 1% of deer within those core areas testing positive, which is really important, you know, for us um, and for the the health of our our wild deer population long-term. We can look at, you know, our neighbors to the east, uh, Wisconsin, unfortunately, to see what happens when um, the disease is kind of left unchecked for a long time period. In the core areas of where they have the disease in Wisconsin, they have prevalence rates of over 50% in adult bucks, um, which is not, we do not want that to happen in Minnesota. And we have an aggressive management approach um, aimed at preventing that situation. So what are some, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe uh, some of your feeding guidelines for wintertime for people that like to feed deer, um, you put mm-hmm. up, you got different guidelines or rules for that now right? because we don't want the deer to be grouped up as much as, you know, as much as we used to allow. Uh, but what yeah. other, what other things is the DNR doing to besides, um, Besides the awareness mm-hmm. and besides trying to figure out how, how much is out there, what other things are you guys doing to try and slow this down? So in addition to our deer feeding and attractant bans, uh, we also have carcass movement restrictions in our areas of the state where we detected it in wild deer. And so if you hunt in an area that's in the 600 series, so an area where the permit area begins with a six, that is an indication that you are hunting in an area that has a carcass movement restriction. And that means you can't move the whole deer carcass outside of the boundary of that deer permit area uh, unless you quarter it out or you bone out the meat um, or you have a not detected result back from CWD testing. And the reason we have these movement restrictions in place is that we know that the disease can be moved around the landscape with uh, infected carcasses. And those carcasses, if they're placed on the landscape to degrade in a new area, they can contaminate the soil. And we know that deer can pick it up um, and become infected just from infect- just from encountering an infected carcass. 
We also um, liberalize bag limits in those permit areas where we have the disease in the wild uh, to remove, you know, additional deer from the landscape. We don't want, uh, you know, a really dense deer population in these areas that we have the disease. Um, as you can imagine, you know, when you have a bunch of deer crowded into one area, disease can transmit more quickly. And so we are aiming to prevent that sort of situation in these areas. So we have higher bag limits. We have more season opportunities. And then in the area of the state in the southeast where we have um, the most positives, this is where we have persistent infection, uh, we do have localized targeted culling. Um, that's the only area of the state we're doing that in the southeast and the south metro. And it's very controversial because we are we are culling deer. It's in a very localized area. It's not at the deer permit area scale. We're doing this within one to two miles of where we've detected positive deer. We're only do it, doing it with landowner permission. But this is one of the most effective tools that we've seen. The science shows is effective on uh, keeping prevalence low on the landscape. Well, we really appreciate everything that you and the DNR do to make sure that uh, we have huntable populations and that these these herds keep growing and getting bigger so that we can all have success as hunters. Uh, if people want to find out more information, just go to the Minnesota DNR website, I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. Google MDNR CWD. You should get a wealth of information available to you. This is Barb Keller. She is a Minnesota DNR Big Game Program Leader, and thank you for coming on Gone Outdoors. Thanks for having me. All right, stick around. We will be back with more Gone Outdoors after this short break.